On this episode of the Enneagram Mom, we'll be talking about Type 7s, The Enthusiasts. Thank you so much to those that are sharing this podcast and all the episodes. It really means the world to me. And you've helped so many different people start figuring out their Enneagram type, which is the whole purpose in this podcast is to really start to understand your Enneagram type and understand why you behave the way you behave and especially understanding those that are close around you. So huge shout out, shout out to you. Thank you so much for continuing to share. Our sponsor this week is, of course, the Intentional Mom Planner. And this weekend, we have our BOGO sale, buy one, get one half off. If you want to go ahead and check out the Intentional Mom Planner on Instagram, there we have our link in our bio to go get your big deal. Also, we've started blogging this week, too, and really talking about intentionality. We have different printouts and fun things for the whole family to do. So go check out our new blog and tell me how you like it. So as you're listening to this episode, you're going to think, I totally know someone that's a seven because sevens are just filled with joy. They have boundless energy. They're optimists to a fault. They love life and you can see it just radiating from them. Some Enneagram sevens that you can see as characters are Ariel, Britney Spears, Vivian Ward from Pretty Woman, Lorelai Gilmore, Sabrina from Sabrina and the Teenage Witch, Mrs. Frizzle, Bellatrix Lestrange from Harry Potter, and Dory. So all of these people have in common their same love of life. They are loud. They are enthusiastic. And you'll notice that Bellatrix um, from Harry Potter, which, by the way, I'm a huge Harry Potter enthusiast, um, but she is definitely like an unhealthy seven. But they have so much energy and they definitely like take up space in a room when they come in. They are boisterous. They are just... You can't get enough of them. They are so fun to be around. So sevens really, really, really try to avoid pain. They want to do everything they can to avoid unpleasant emotions, especially like fear or emptiness. They don't want anything that's going to like make them feel things to their deepest core. And so they will try to avoid doing things or avoid being sad, bored, angry, or disappointed, or even frustrated because sevens feel like these emotions are totally intolerable. So they will do all they can to avoid these emotions. They almost have like this compulsive desire to have all the amazing experiences. Basically, the word FOMO was created for a type seven. They fear on missing out. They want to devour and consume all the wonderful and great things in life and try to create as many meaningful memories as possible. They constantly crave stimulation. So this is one of the big things that made me realize that my five-year-old, almost six-year-old is a seven because I kept reading that sevens hate to be bored. They will figure out something to do if they're bored and they almost can become dangerous when they're bored. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, that is my type seven son to a T. If he is bored, he either 
like will bother you until you figure out something for him to do, or he will get into something he's not supposed to, or he'll get creative and get super into his imagination. Yeah, being bored is not good for a seven. So sevens cope with their inner turmoil of trying to get all the experiences and ideas by trying to acquire material possessions. They try to jam their calendars with fun activity and and adventures. They're constantly fantasizing about the future and they constantly are filled with the exciting possibilities of what could happen. Sevens are known for planning their next great escape and the next things that are coming to their life. Sevens are constantly keeping things light and positive and lively. They want things to be fun and they really have a hard time being around people who are like negative Nancys because it gets very overwhelming for them because they're trying so hard to keep everything light and fun and bubbly. So most people like know, they know in their hearts that all this pain and this struggle can't be avoided forever. But sevens really feel like they can. They feel like they can outrun the pain and they can just push it away and not feel it forever, or they can cover it up with all sorts of other things to do. So they constantly are trying to like think their way out of their pain. Um, So they handle worry and stress really well because they can think their way out of these things. But when they come to the feelings of like disappointment, grief, sadness, they are extremely hard for them to deal with because they actually have to like sit in that pain and sadness. And that can become very, very overwhelming for a seven. So they just put it off and avoid it for as long as possible. Sevens are known for making jokes when things get awkward or things are kind of struggling or painful. They'll bring up something funny to lighten the mood. They're the quick thinkers, the ones that really just want to be like, okay, everything's fine and this is great. And so they are constantly doing things to break the mood and make things lighter. So their basic fear is being deprived or in pain. And their basic desire is to be satisfied and content to have their needs fulfilled. So you'll see this as they are constantly trying to fill their cup with all the things that they think are going to fill their soul and covering up and hiding all those things that could put them into pain. But the ways that a seven avoids pain they're usually hilarious. So like as as a three, I try to avoid my emotions as well. But sevens do it. I try to avoid my emotions by just giving myself 12 more tasks to do on top of the tasks I'm doing. Sevens avoid their emotions by like doing something funny. They They can talk their ways out of anything. If things become like too emotionally intense or distressing, they can't help themselves by trying to lighten things up, trying to find the positives in what's happening, trying to lighten the mood with a joke or a funny story. They will do all that they can to try to make everybody else feel the light because they don't want to feel that pain. Because sevens are struggling with this inner turmoil and this um, desire to avoid pain, they can be very, very prone to addictions. Um, the, The man that I read a lot of his books, The Road Back to You, he talks about how he was in a room with like addiction recovery um, people and a majority of them are sevens because it's really easy to avoid your emotion with a delay of gratification, right? So this can be a great way 
for people to numb, um, get addicted to drugs, pornography, whatever it is, because they're trying to numb that pain constantly. So type sevens are the top ones to become addicted to any type of addiction. It could be overeating. It could be shopping binges, whatever it is. They could be the fast acting source of pain relief that a type seven might take quickly. Sevens can make things positive in an instant. They can take the most negative, the worst situation. In fact, my business partner that I make the intentional mom planner with, she is a seven wing six and she literally can spin anything all the time. I'm like, huh, wow, your type seven's coming out, Miss Optimist, because she'll literally be like, oh my gosh, that printing company, they didn't do us right. They told us different things. They didn't tell us the right numbers. And she'll literally be like, oh, I'm glad this happened because now we know what to do to move forward. And she can make anything into a positive situation, which is great. And it can honestly be quite impressive at times. Sevens are extreme rationalizers. So if something happens, some type of situation that they are at fault, they can rationalize it away really, really quickly. And they will defend it to the death of why their position makes total sense. They are the type of people that could go to the principal's office and be able to talk themselves out of things because they can literally make things up on the spot. They can, they have like a constant strategy to try to avoid the guilt that they might feel either for being selfish or stupid or making a dumb decision. And they can justify things uh, to their death. My son, oh, he is amazing at this. Like he, he threw something at me tonight. He's five. Uh, He threw something at me tonight. And I was like, this is not okay. You need to go sit in the calm down corner. We don't throw things at me. He's like, it was just a towel. So it didn't hurt you. So you're okay. And I was like, well, it doesn't matter because you don't throw things at people. And I mean, we, we went the rounds over this, but in his mind, he was like, no, I didn't do anything wrong because it was just a towel and you didn't get hurt. And that's why we don't throw things at people because they could get hurt and you didn't see. So it worked just fine. And I'm like, oh my gosh, why, why do this constant rationalization of, well, this is why. So that makes it okay. Sometimes sevens can get a little uh, cocky because they are very, very quick learners and they're extremely bright. So they can sometimes become a little bit arrogant um, because they are quick witted and they are great at debating because they are like constantly on their toes. They also constantly have a backup plan because if this plan's not going to be great, okay, let's see, we might go over here because it might be more fun if we go this way. So they constantly need like this flexibility and they kind of will avoid making a long term commitment because they're kind of they're constantly worried about being tied down. And what if there's a more fun or a better option that comes along? They thrive and they get so much energy on waiting for something exciting that like anticipation is like their thrill for them. So it's the planning for an event. It's the planning for a trip. It's planning that gets them excited because they're constantly looking towards the future and the fun that's going to happen. So sometimes they might 
have hyped this up in their head because sevens are extremely visual. They can visualize things in their head and create like whole scenarios in their head. They can be extremely visual. So they create these whole scenarios. And then what happens is they get to the scenario and it's not like they imagined. So sometimes they can get extremely disappointed because it's not what they thought it was going to be. Like my husband took my son to do something and he was like, oh, we're going to do, I've got a surprise for you. It's going to be so much fun. And they got there and my son was like, this is not what a surprise was going to be this is not a surprise because it's not fun. (laughs) So it's extremely important with sevens to be very like upfront and honest with them, but they also love surprises and they will just get so excited about them and they will hype them up. And sometimes because they're hyping these moments and these feelings up, they can have a hard time staying present in the moment. And because they're constantly thinking about the next fun thing that's going to happen. There's never a dull moment with a seven. They need spontaneity. They need fun. They need an adventure. They are the type of person you can call for a last minute plan because they are all for it. Even though they are planners in their head because they're constantly thinking about the future, they do love a spontaneous, okay, let's go run and do things. Let's go have some fun. Um, And since they're such active, um, imagine they have such active imaginations, they talk as though they're stories storytellers. They constantly have a story to tell, a story to share, or because they have this like wanting to know all the things for that are fun and exciting, they collect kind of people and collect people's stories. So this, I have a really good friend that's a type, type seven, wean six, and she's amazing at this. She um, was a hostess for Disneyland. Um, she's done all the fun things. She's such an adventure. She's such a light, but it's interesting because when we go anywhere, she literally will ask people what their names are, how to say their names. Oh, where's that from? She can make a friend anywhere. And it's because she has this constant desire to bring people into the excitement of her life as well, because she can make the most mundane thing completely exciting. And she can make every single person around her feel like they are the coolest person in the room. So that being said, sevens are the most fun friends. Sometimes they can be a little bit spacey because they load their calendars with so much because they're afraid of not having anything to do. So keep that in mind. If you have a seven friend, it's not that they're trying to blow you off or not do anything with you. It's because they they just add a lot to their plates because that's extremely important to them. But they are wonderful friends and they love those around them deeply. When a seven becomes bored um, or they like have something that's really a struggle for them going on, they can either get super hyperactive and overly talkative and their minds start racing faster than usual and they become extremely bad tempered. So keep that in mind that if a seven is bored or a seven is frustrated, they can have these tendencies. Um, my son, he goes through every single one of those tendencies. He, I truly thought he had ADHD for the longest time because he would just start bouncing off the walls if he was bored and kind of go crazy. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is not normal. I see other kids sitting down and doing things like and actually focusing, but he just gets so excited about the next thing and what's coming next and what are we doing? So it's really, really hard to keep us a type seven child entertained and even a type type seven adult can have a hard time being entertained. 
Sevens are the dreamers of the world. They are enthusiastic. They are so much fun. They also have a great great analytical skills because they are trying to organize their future. Hence why I made a planner (laughs) with a type seven who literally now has our entire launch, different launches for next year, all planned out because she's so excited for the next things that are coming, but they can have a hard time following through. So in seven's life, you can often see hobbies that they started and then it wasn't exciting. So they moved to the next hobby and they moved to the next hobby. They're kind of hobby jumpers. So it takes those that actually finish things to kind of help a seven along the way. So a type seven's wings can either be a six or an eight. So they can either be a seven wing six or a seven wing eight. So if you've been listening to this episode and you're like, oh my gosh, I know someone like this, go ahead and shoot them this episode and say, you need to listen to this episode or go ahead and take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. Me is the world to me that you share these podcast episodes and we can help every single person figure out their type so they can understand themselves and those around them better. If you want to check out the blog for the Enneagram Mom, the link is in my bio on Instagram, which my Instagram is the.enneagram.mom. Um, my website right now is being kind of weird and isn't linking to the actual like website um, like information. So anyways, the link is in my bio to check out the blog. And I'm so excited because we only have two more episodes of the types left. And then we're really going to dig into a little bit of the deeper information for each um, each type. Oh, I'm so, so excited. I'm also going to be doing little fun, short episodes where I'm talking about different like TV shows. And uh, I'm just so excited to get past all the Enneagram numbers and help you guys really understand to a deeper level all of the fun part of the Enneagram. On the next episode of the Enneagram Mom, we'll be talking about Type 8's The Challenger.